0: Hey, good people. Listen, let me just say a really great big, God bless you. I'm so glad that you're here. Let me just say welcome back to another TNL. I hope you've just been enjoying hanging out with me, your boy, the last couple of weeks. Again, I'm excited that you're here. We've been in a brand new series this month of February titled Holding On to Hope. Tonight's lesson, we're going to delve just a little bit deeper titled Discovering the Treasure Within. Last week we began and kicked off the conversation. We were talking about uh, this discussion on how it is that we find comfort in the comforter. And so, what we learned last week was we learned that God, in fact, will put more on on us than we can bear. And there, there are several reasons why. We we chatted about the power. That has been given to us in moments where we feel powerless. But at the same time, we also have been given this great, tremendous power to push through. And so uh, this power, it only occurs when we're willing to bring our discomfort to the comforter. And so we can't we can't focus on the problems. We can't focus on the pain, but we've got to be willing to focus on the purpose because what we focus on will, in fact, affect our experience. And when we have the right focus, we're able to avoid the life loop. So listen, if you haven't had a chance yet already, I want to encourage you, go back, go check out last week's premiere, last week's uh, brand new series titled Holding on the Hope. Last week was the kickoff of the brand new lesson. Tonight is part two. But if you haven't had a chance, go back, check it out. It's on our Facebook page. You can also catch it on our Fresh Fire podcast. So listen, without further ado, listen, let's pray and let's jump in. Lastly, if this study has been a blessing to you, if you will, go ahead and sow a seed tonight so that the mission and the message, we can continue to spread the gospel message far near and wide let's pray let's jump in god our father god our mother god our creator you are our everything i pray oh god that you look upon us you sit with us you encourage us you enlighten us you illuminate your word in us on tonight speak to our hearts speak to our minds speak to our conscience god speak to our spirit so that we will never be the same in jesus name we pray amen so so listen Last week, as we kicked off the series, we we talked about how sometimes pain will cause us to retreat, right? We talked about how pain will sometimes cause us to retract. It'll cause us to, to back up just a little bit. But the purpose of pain, when God allows it, can only be found as we draw near to God, especially in those painful moments. And so it's in those moments of pain that we find true comfort in the comforter. So tonight we're gonna look at uh, diving into what it means, uh, what our brokenness means and how life actually is designed Our the brokenness that we experience in life is actually designed and created to lead us to breakthrough. Brokenness is designed to lead us to breakthrough. That's, That's really the first point I want you to get, jot that down, hide that in your heart, memorize it, remember that when 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 things come up in life that brokenness leads to breakthrough that's that's it tonight your brokenness it leads to breakthrough your brokenness is a setup for a breakthrough i know i know that 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 this idea this concept may be hard to believe but but brokenness can be quite beneficial in our lives believe it or not i know i know you're scratching your head like listen he's lost it he's lost it for real But I I promise you, listen, brokenness really does. It leads to breakthrough. And brokenness can be quite beneficial in our lives because it's the broken things in our lives that push us toward breakthrough. It's the uh, the broken things in our lives that push us toward breakthrough. If we can navigate through the brokenness in our lives, we'd be surprised about the breakthrough that exists on the other side of the very thing that tried to break us. We would be so shocked and blessed and surprised by the very things that exist on the other side of the very things that tried to break us, that tried to uh, leave us broken or left us broke. Okay, all right? What What am I getting at? What am I getting at? What I'm getting at tonight is that the good stuff, uh, the good things in life is only often found below and beneath the surface. I'm gonna say that again. The good stuff in life is often found below the surface. I, I don't know how many of y'all out there, but listen, I love me a nasty seafood boil. Do you hear me? I, I love me some crab legs, y'all. I'm just, just, just thinking about it now, make me wanna just lick my fingers, right? I love me some crab legs. Um, but if if you like me and you like crab legs, you know that uh, I don't really get excited about the shell. No one really gets excited about, about uh, the shell of, of crabs, right? In fact, the shell, we 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 we, we want to get rid of that shell as fast as possible. That's because the treasure, what we're after, that crab meat on the inside, it's the treasure that's within. But but we gotta we gotta get past the shell. Maybe some of y'all got some seafood allergies, so maybe crab legs wasn't a good analogy, but maybe you like uh, peanuts, right? Uh, if you know anything about peanuts, you know that they come with the shell. You've got it. you got to crack the shell before you actually can get to the walnut to the peanut on the inside. But we we tend to discard the shell as quick as possible because. What we're after, the treasure within, what it is that we want to get to, is on the inside of that shell, and and that's because of what is on the inside, and that's that's the same the same with us, the same with us. We we want we want the treasure that's inside, but oftentimes in order to get to the good stuff that's on the inside. The shell has to first be ripped off. The shell first has to be removed. That's that's the way it works. And and so I want you to understand that God has a treasure inside of you. God has a treasure inside of you. You just need to uncover it you just, you just have to uncover it. And I know, I know that's easier said than done because uncovering isn't easy to uncover something. It means to expose it to something. It means uh, to uncover, it means to, to expose it to something that wasn't detected before. That's, that's what an uncovering is to, to rip the sheets off, right? To, to expose something that was hidden by the sheets. Now we want to expose it to the light. So uncovering oftentimes it, it takes work and uncovering takes work because it often is a result of pain most of us aren't really willing to go and uncover what it is that we need to uncover because none of us really want to uh, sign up and volunteer to deal with the pain but in order to really get to the treasure within you first have to uncover what needs to be uncovered and and that's that's what we want to deal with tonight I want you just to go with me here just for a moment. I wanna I wanna paint this picture. Y'all know, y'all know I sing just a little bit and write write a couple of songs, and so I, I believe in painting the picture. I want you to get this tonight, uh, because because uh, I want you to think about think about a butterfly. We've all seen a butterfly that's just fluttering throughout 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 the earth. It's it's dancing from flower to flower, from petal to petal, and we we've all just sat in amazement and in awe when we just watched. The the beauty of a butterfly just flying around but uh you you do realize that it didn't start that way Butterflies have always started out as, as caterpillars. They Butterflies started off uh, crawling around, these little creepy, crawly, weird-looking things with all these legs crawling around really, really slow. Um, they aren't really nice to look at. They aren't beautiful at all. In fact, they're really, really plain. You, you're going to get this in just a minute. Caterpillars are really, really plain. And yet, this caterpillar, once it's had the opportunity to, to be uncovered, uh, it becomes something beautiful It becomes this beautiful, magnificent butterfly. Uh, It just had to be uncovered and formed within. And that is exactly what God is doing and does in our lives. God has this unique ability to transform our lives. Did you know that God is in the transformation business Yeah, God God is in the transformation business. God is able to bring about something uh, greater, a greater metamorphosis, a greater revolution, a greater cause, a greater purpose in our hearts, in our lives, and in our souls. If we let God have God's way, God is able to take this plain, ugly, mundane thing and transform it into something beautiful. The same way God is able to take this plain, uh, slow moving, ugly looking caterpillar and turn it into this beautiful ultraviolet, radiant thing that flies throughout the earth. That's what God does. God has the ability to take what looks ugly, what looks like it ought to be dead, what looks like it ought to be buried, what looks like it shouldn't exist, what looks like it has no purpose. And is able to uncover it and reveal what is really down on the inside. God is making you and your story into something new, into something beautiful. Will you let God, will you let God do that? Will you discover the treasure within and let God uncover that thing for you? Understand tonight that every time God allows us to be confused, every time God allows us to be perplexed, every time we go through a difficult situation, it is pain with a purpose. Yeah, it's pain with a purpose because it's brokenness is what is leading us to a breakthrough. Pain with a purpose is brokenness that's leading us to a breakthrough. God is a a master renovator. God, in fact, specializes in remodeling and renovating you. You, you got the best contractor on your team. Do you hear me? Uh, and and perhaps you if you've ever seen anything remodeled you've ever seen a a house on on a show fixer-upper or on TV or maybe you've gone through your own renovations in your life but you'll notice that a contractor will need to come in and remove whatever debris doesn't need to be there we uh we 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 when we moved into our home we had uh some cabinets put in but the old cabinets had to be taken out that's that's the way renovations work you you've got to get rid of the old you've gotta you've got to Excavate, you've got to vacate, you've got to void, you've got to remove everything that doesn't need to be, so that the real treasure, the real value, uh, the real property value can begin to manifest and will rise. But that can't happen. The elevation can't take place until until you've been willing to take out the things that that need that need to be that need to be removed. And so God in our lives right now as a master renovator wants to come in and update some things in our lives, wants to come and update and and make it brand new. That's what God does. And and sometimes though, this remodeling, it can be messy. This remodeling can be painful. This remodeling can be a bit of an inconvenience, but, but we can't look at it from that standpoint. We we've got to look at this renovation uh, 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 with the with the uh, with an idea and a mindset and a perspective of what it will be of the finished product. Listen, you you can no longer operate with this linear closed-minded narrow focus where you only can see things for what it for for what's in front of you. God now needs you to uncover some stuff, discover what's within and see it for what it is, see it for what it can be. See it for what it's becoming. You've got something on the inside of you that God wants to bring to the forefront and God wants to remove from the background and uncover it. Uh, and this that's this treasure now, this treasure of Jesus Christ that has been embedded within. And so in order to find this treasure, God has to God has to perform a, a a breakthrough. God has to perform a breakthrough, and sometimes that breakthrough comes through our brokenness. But in our brokenness, we aren't we aren't left alone. We will discover our self sufficiency in our brokenness. We'll we'll discover our our total dependency on God, and our brokenness. I just believe in the season that God is about to take the things that have been slow, the things that have been unproductive. And God is able to turn it into something amazing, something beautiful and something productive. But oftentimes, uh it is the painful reality that we have to go through. And that painful reality sometimes is that's the transformation process when you're going through a metamorphosis when you're going through a transformation there's a process now that you that you're going through and it's it's pain but it's purpose in the pain its purpose in the pain. Uh, I had a I had a good friend of mine uh, a few years ago. She went and uh, she had a, a a a sleeve to to help aid her in in losing some weight. Listen, she she looking real good these days. But 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 this transformation couldn't take place without a being willing to to go through the pain of of having the sleeve put in. And, And so pain often is purpose behind it. And so understand that God doesn't want you to die in your pain, that God doesn't want you to rest in your pain. God doesn't want you to settle in your pain, but there's purpose in your pain. There's a reason that you've been broken. There's a reason that the enemy has tried to break you because there is a breakthrough beyond the very things that have tried to leave you broken and 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 the way that we really stay true to the purpose and the way that we define and live out and operate and tap into and birth our true purpose and get to the place of breakthrough is is through the word of god and so my prayer has been for, for each of us uh, in this season is that God will help us to learn and to understand and to grow, not just in the things of God, in the ways and the knowledge of God, but also even through the word of God. Believe it or not, I know that this may sound cliche, but I want you to understand tonight that the word of God truly is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. So often we, we're we looking for people to validate. We're looking for, for things To give us what we need when the answers that we need, sometimes the peace that we're looking for, the breakthrough that we need, the, the, the reminder of the promise that has been declared over our lives comes in and through the word of God. It is the word that transforms us and, and 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 moves us to the place that we're able to operate in what it is that we've been destined to be. You were destined to be great. You were destined to be something. You were destined to be purposeful. You were destined to make a difference. And we can't let pain, nor can we let brokenness keep us from operating in the fullness of what we've been destined to be. But, but, but the truth is, the truth is, before we can get to the place of breakthrough, we first must go through the place of being broken. We first must go through the p- place of being broken. You know what I call this place? I- I've heard this term before, uh, and I think that it was uh, Pastor Tony Evans that call, that that calls this place uh, breaking the bank. Breaking the bank. That's it. Breaking, breaking the bank. In order to get to the place of breakthrough, uh, we've got to be willing. We've got to be we've got to break the bank. We've got to let God break the bank. Listen, have you ever owned a uh, a piggy bank? Um, I I know when I was growing up, I used to have this uh, this piggy bank, this pink piggy bank that my uncle gave me. And uh, it was a ceramic piggy bank I had a little slit right in the in the in the top of it where you could slide some dollars down in there and certainly could drop your coins down in there my little piggy bank and it was so easy y'all to drop money down on in there you could just drop money down on in there but here's what I realized it was so easy to make a deposit into my piggy bank I I didn't have a problem storing up my treasures. And that pink piggy bank. Uh, but 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 when it came time for me to get my money out of the piggy bank, listen, it was the most challenging moment that I can even recall in my childhood. I remember becoming so impatient as I was putting money in, dropping money into my piggy bank, dropping money in. It was so easy to put the money in, but it was difficult trying to get the money out. I remember as a kid, my my piggy bank, I would try to flip it over and try to dump it I'm shaking it and I'm trying to get the coins out and nothing's coming out and I couldn't even get the dollars out I, I couldn't get I couldn't get the money out that I had made this deposit into this pink piggy bank sometimes we we shake and shake and shake this piggy bank trying to get the coins out only to discover that the only way to break the bank I didn't know this. The only way to get the money out that pink piggy bank that I had, that pink pig, I had to break the ceramic piggy bank. Did y'all? Just a side note, because I, I, I promise y'all, listen, I didn't have a clue. Nobody told me you was gonna have to break the thing. I, I, it wasn't even recyclable. I wanted to reuse it again and again and again, but, but no, I had to break the piggy bank in order to be able to take out, in order to be able to withdraw what it is that I had put in. Are y'all y'all with me? Y'all see where I'm going with this? Go ahead and get your running shoes right now. Go on and make your lap around your living room. Go ahead and pull the car over right now because I want to remind you that God has made some great deposits into your piggy bank, your mental piggy bank, your heart piggy bank, your spiritual piggy bank. God has made some great deposits into you. And there has been some shaking that has taken place. There has been some some shaking that's going on, uh, but we still haven't been able to get out what it is that we've put in. So the only way to access the great deposit that's been made into the piggy bank is to break the piggy bank open. Most piggy banks have been designed with this idea that the only way to take out what you need, the only way to get out what you put in is by breaking the bank. There there is no real way to access the savings that you've made except by way of brokenness. Come on somebody, bless God tonight. God, in the same way that we have to break that pink piggy bank to get the coins out, God uses the brokenness in our lives to release now the inner treasure that God has placed within us. When we we don't listen, when we don't comply, we often end up experiencing the shaking. The shaking of the bank, where we're shaking, nothing's coming out. We we hear the rattling, we hear the sound. We know there's something there, but but nothing's coming out. We we go along in life as long as we can on this this life loop cycle that we talked about last week, until eventually we realize that the only way to get what has been put on the inside of us is by cooperating with the things that God is trying to break in our lives. God is carrying us out of some things more quickly than we realize to get us and to get the treasure that God has put in us. Here's three ways that you can can be more in alignment uh, with, with life's losses and with pains in life. And those three ways is by speaking the word of God over your life, by seeking the word of God for your life, and by thanking God for what is being produced in your life, speaking the word of God over your life, seeking the word of God for your life and thanking God for what is being produced in your life. Just like the, this, this analogy of, of the piggy bank, God has placed this treasure in you. God has placed this treasure in me that the Bible calls earthen vessels. Like a kid, when I was shaking that piggy bank, God is shaking us. He he wants this treasure that has been inside of us to come out. And sometimes God has to shake us. Sometimes God has to flip us. Sometimes God just has to rattle us. Sometimes God just has to break us. Sometimes the brokenness in our lives, it requires us to be broken so that the release of the treasure can come forward in us. And and this breaking usually takes place as a result of us refusing to cooperate with the shaking. Uh, I I don't believe that God is out looking for people to break just because God has the power and ability to break. But oftentimes because of our our slow pace, God needs to speed us up. There's some places God needs us to be and we just aren't moving fast enough. Uh, Sometimes God needs to move us along and, and we didn't respond to the rattle. We didn't respond to the shake. So God simply has to break us. And that breaking comes when we simply just refuse to see what God is trying to do in our lives, and we, we keep ourselves so distracted that we've now become numb from the pain, and we fail to see the treasure that God is trying to work in us, out of us, for us. The word of the Lord declares in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 10, but there are earthen vessels That is who we are. We have this treasure in earthen containers so that the extraordinary greatness of the power, the will of God, not from ourselves, because we are afflicted in every way. We are afflicted in every way, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are not in despair. Persecuted but not abandoned. Come on, struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying around in the body of the dying of Jesus Christ so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. You wonder why, why, why this? Why that? Why me? Why the pain? Why the rattle? Why the shake? Why the break? There's something on the inside of us as these earthen vessels That regardless of what it is that we're up against, we will not be crushed. We will not be despaired. We will not be abandoned uh, and nor will we be destroyed because God is with us and God is the treasure on the inside of us. And so understand tonight, according to that passage, that what the desired outcome of our affliction is, is for us to experience the extraordinary greatness of the power of God. You've been wondering why you, why this, why am I this way? Why am I that way? Why do I look like this? Why do I think like that? Why did God give me this? Why didn't God give me that? Listen, God needs you to understand that you have what you have. Right, wrong, good, bad, indifferent, your pain, your brokenness, your affliction, it is on you so that you can experience, according to 2 Corinthians, the extraordinary greatness of the power of God. If you didn't have an affliction, you wouldn't need the affirmation of God. And so thank God that we have this experience, which is to be released, the treasure within us. So what does it mean to be afflicted, but not crushed? I want you to know tonight that what is hurting you can't kill you. Yeah, you you may be afflicted, baby, but you won't be crushed. What, what is afflicting you can't consume you. you. You might be perplexed, but you won't be destroyed, struck down, but not abandoned. Although it would be wonderful If we lived in a world where we could just avoid pain and just jump right to the end of the thing where we were living in the full manifestation of of Jesus in and through our lives, in and outside. But the reality is it just doesn't work that way. When God permits troubles in our lives, it is so that God's extraordinary greatness may be revealed in and through us. So we've got to face them. God will redeem our negative experiences because it ushers us into a deeper intimacy with God. If we draw closer to God in moments of hopelessness, in moments of affliction, in moments of pain, in moments of despair, trust and never doubt, Jesus will surely bring you out. I just believe tonight that when Paul wrote these words in 2 Corinthians about us being earthen vessels, perplexed, persecuted, struck down, but not destroyed. The the biblical term that Paul is referring to when he references these earthen vessels uh, goes back to biblical days, the term earthen vessel. Uh, would often be referring to this clay pot or this clay jar. And so inside of this pot uh, would often be something placed on the inside. So you have this clay pot, but on the inside of the pot, on the inside of this clay jar, this vessel was something far more valuable than what was on the outside. And so as Paul is using this earthen vessel as an example, Paul is drawing this conclusion that what is on the inside of us, our eternal spirit is far more valuable than what contains us. So we now move now from the shell of the outside to what is inside the earthen vessel, the shell, which is the eternal spirit, which is far more valuable than the shell on the outside. Paul, Paul, Paul wants us now to 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 take this this thought, knowing Paul shifting us from our external to the internal, taking a a God centered self-perspective on our pain allows us to make the most of our difficulties in life so that we we benefit from what we've gone through rather than just simply endure them. And so when we go through things, it isn't for us to look without, but it's for us to look within. It's for us to look within god god wants to move us now as we experience pain challenges and difficulty that we move from 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 somber to celebration yeah 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 the way the way that we experience god and the way that we experience the fullness of life is is through is through our fleshly desires die that, that's how we live a full life is when when our spirit man is fulfilled when our spirit woman is fulfilled i know i know that we we've got this this outer shell that we love to adorn and and and, and that's fine but but real value the real value isn't the shell on the outside but the real value is what's inside the earthen vessel That's what's most valuable. And so as you and I are seeking to unwrap the treasure of the knowledge of God by drawing closer to God, we've gotta be willing to allow God and allow the circumstances in our lives, joyous and pain to help us not only just see Jesus more authentically, but to see who we are and who it is that we've been called and created to be. Jesus came that we may know Christ in a more personal way. So if you really want to unwrap the treasure of God that's within you, then you got to look, you got to look toward the hills from which cometh your help. Spend some time praying, spend some time talking to God, spend some time telling God what it is that you need, spend some time allowing God to break some things in you. So that you can truly surrender to the greatest degree and reap the full benefits of God's rewards and God's power. So now if problems didn't come to kill us, And if pain didn't come to kill us, then what exactly does pain do? Pain is a refiner. The purpose of pain is to refine us. Problems can help remove things. Problems can help put things to bed. Problems. Can often leave us wondering what next. Problems often leave us feeling this sense of, of unresolved, of of unfinishedness, of 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 being undone. If you've ever put meat in the oven, we got any any bakers out there, any any chefs, if you if you've ever baked, if you've ever, if you've, ever if you've ever put meat in the oven, not just any kind of bacon. We I want to I want to deal with meat specifically. If you if you've ever put put meat in the oven, I want you to think about how hot the oven has to be in order for the meat to cook all the way through you you put this 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 lean piece of meat in the oven and the oven is heated and you heat the oven up so that the oven can kill the bacteria uh so that the oven can cook uh all of the all of the raw meat and leave this meat cooked so that it is edible for human consumption and while 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 meat is hot in the oven is still not done until the internal portions of the meat have been cooked all the way through. Uh, you, you may have already preheated the oven to 350 and put the meat in and, and to touch the meat on the outside, is hot, but that meat is not cooked all the way through until it's had an opportunity to go through its full process from raw to finish. And, and a great way to test that, to see if the meat is done, some, some people will stick a fork in it, some people will stick a knife in the meat to test the meat. Others might put a meat thermometer in the meat uh, just as a, as a sign that the meat is done. But, but if the meat is done on the inside, it's ready for whoever is about to consume it. But if the meat is not done on the inside, that meat can be dangerous, that meat can be deadly, that meat can be harmful for whomever eats that raw, uncooked meat. Now, if if meat could talk, I'm sure the meat would be yelling from the oven, listen, it's, it's hot in this oven. And it's uncomfortable in this oven. Uh, the the meat might even say, "Listen, it's 350 degrees. I need you to get me up out of this thing. It's it's hot in here because 350 degree heat don't feel good, right?" Of course, we know obviously the meat meat can't talk, but but it's your job as the chef, right? to make sure that whoever is consuming this meat is able to consume meat that has been fully cooked all the way through. God operates the same way with you and I. God's purpose for our lives is that we've gotta be like cooked meat. We can't just look good on the outside and. If you touch it, it feels hot. It's a little bit of sizzle. But God's purpose for our lives is that we're cooked all the way through. That whoever experiences us, that whatever we experience, that whoever comes in contact with us, that whoever we have an opportunity to bless, to encourage, to minister to, to be a blessing to, that is safe that it's healthy, that it's beneficial, and most importantly, that it gives strength and nourishment. Not not like raw, unfinished meat that leaves people with bacteria and almost can put them to death. I wanna leave you with these last few thoughts because while we can't control the things that happen to us, we certainly can control how we respond, right? Only you get to choose whether or not you will let what has happened in life lead you to more hurt, more harm, or will you let it lead you to healing and more growth? God often times uses the difficulties in life to to wake us up, to bring an awareness into our lives of the things that we need to get rid of or things that we need to reprioritize or realign. And this is done through pain. The pain that we experience isn't unto death, but it's a way of bringing us into greater life, greater meaning and greater focus. Whatever it is in life right now in this season that is keeping you distracted, that is keeping you from following God and what God has declared over your life, let it go. Let it go. It's got to be removed so that you can stand before God finished, fully cooked, stripped, honest, and authentic. The treasure. Within, healing and life involves learning from the lessons, from the pain and the brokenness that we've experienced, but that only happens when we allow that pain to teach us. Let God teach us tonight. Let God teach us tonight. Last scripture, found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, it says that it is written in the scriptures that I believed, so I spoke. Our faith is like this too. We believe, and so we speak. If you really, really, really wanna overcome that overwhelming feeling of defeat, that overwhelming feeling of burnout, that overwhelming feeling of not enough, that overwhelming feeling of, of anxiety and weight and pain and the impact that pain and brokenness has had on your life, the way to do that is by pursuing God and allowing God to uncover the treasure that's within. The next time you find yourself going through something that you don't want to go through, encourage yourself with the word that I believe, so I speak. Yeah, I I speak that thing that isn't as I see it, but I speak it as though it is. Therefore, don't lose heart, but trust in the Lord with all of your heart. In this season, I want to encourage you to pray for wisdom amidst the uncertainty going on in our society. Pray for direction amidst the hurt and pain and confusion, even in our own private and individual circumstances. Because what Paul points out in this text in 2 Corinthians is that we've got to shift now our focus from the pain to the purpose behind it. When we see the purpose behind our pain, that's how we move from the state of being broken to the state of breakthrough. I'm telling you what God will do when you let God shift your focus, especially when times are tough. I pray that you've been encouraged tonight. I pray that you will continue to find the power to look for God beyond what you see, beyond what it looks like. God will give you the grace that you need to focus and fix your eyes on God so that you can uncover and reveal the treasure that's within. It'll be revealed. It'll be uncovered. One way or another, by way of shaking, by way of praising, by way of surrendering, and sometimes by way of breaking. But God has given us the grace in all situations and our perplexing, and our persecution, and our confusion, that we shall be lifted up and so that God's purpose can be produced in our lives. I love you. Always remember this. Be nothing but light, life, and love. Join me next week. We're we going we gonna to go a little bit deeper. Can we, can we go just a, a little deeper next week? Join me next week for week three. We're going to go uh, just a little bit deeper into our lesson, our study of holding on to hope. Don't, don't let go. I want you to hold on to it. Cling. Cling to it. Keep your hope. I missed your pain. Push through because there's breakthrough beyond your brokenness. I'll see you next time. Set some stuff on fire.